Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. Stand up for your country. Well, it has been a very busy week, obviously. I think I work harder this week than I've worked, uh, I can't even remember. A lot of stuff. But I think the programs have been sharp, and I hope you have seen them all. Um, we give you very accurate information. I'll give you one example before I get to the talking points. Um, we're the only news agency that I know of outside of Bloomberg that reported that the big Chinese bank in Singapore aren't putting oil transactions through that concern Russia. And that's big uh, because the Chicoms can say whatever they want, and they are. I mean, they're not helping in the United Nations, but when it comes right down to it, they don't want to alienate the Western powers, particularly America. They don't want a boycott of uh, goods and things like that. They don't want that. Certainly don't want a nuclear war, and they may be a restraint against Putin, who may be mad at this point, M-A-D, mad. So let's start the talking points memo about Ukraine and the press coverage of the entire disaster. Um, start with the stats, as we like to do here. So Russia says uh, about 500 of their soldiers have been killed, 1,600 wounded. Ukraine says 6,000 Russian soldiers have been killed. That comes from Zelensky. Probably, you know, it's hard for me to estimate. It's not 6,000, um, but it's probably a little bit higher than 500. And you can't, you just can't nail it down. The country's too big and the reporting is too dishonest. Not by American carriers, because, but they don't know. Um, so the uh, Russian and Ukrainian military deaths, uh, according to a reportage in the New York Times, based on what senior Pentagon officials, always anonymous, <laughs> I hate that. So the Pentagon says about 1,500 on each side have been killed, military people. That's what they say. Okay. Uh, One million plus refugees. That comes from the United Nations. I believe that's true. That is 2% of the entire Ukraine population. This weekend, there'll be more people. So the borders aren't sealed. You can go from Ukraine to Moldova to the south, to Poland, to Hungary. You can cross. Russians haven't sealed that border. And you get stuff in, too. Aid and weapons and things like that. Now on to the opinion. So the central force here is Putin. Wouldn't be any invasion without Putin. There's no reason for the Russian military to invade. Ukraine doesn't threaten them in any way. Ukraine, not a member of NATO, didn't want to be a member of NATO. As we reported, wanted to play it down the middle, not to anger Putin. Ukraine signed a treaty with Putin saying they would give up their nuclear weapons and research in return for security guarantee. Putin, of course, violated that treaty. So there's no question. It's all about Vladimir Putin. He's the driver of this. According to uh, Macron, the leader of France, Putin told him on the phone he's going to take Ukraine. And yeah, I think that he will try. And I think it'll be a disaster for Putin in the end. That's my opinion. But I was wrong about the invasion, so keep that in mind. So about, I don't know, 80% of the coverage the opinion coverage in America is anti-Putin. Only about 20% is pro-Putin. Um, but one guy has been very, very verbal about supporting 
Russia, and his name is Colonel Douglas McGregor, 69 years old, Bronze Star winner for the U.S. Army. Um, apparently, he was involved with some kind of uh, Pentagon activity uh, at the end of the Trump administration. I'm not quite sure what that was, but he was doing some kind of consulting. Anyway, he's popping up on uh, cable news, and he is supporting Putin. Okay, that is his right to do. So we don't do that in America. We don't cancel people. You know, we, the fair, honest commentators. Now, you should know about uh, Colonel McGregor that he has appeared on Russian TV, RT, multiple times. He is in association with them. RTV says he doesn't doesn't work for them, but this is a go-to guy. Now, when he's introduced on uh, cable news, they don't say that. They don't say, hey, this McGregor, he is a close relationship with the Russian media, okay? And uh, way back in, 19, in 2014, when uh, Putin took Crimea, McGregor appeared on Russian government-affiliated TV and uh, backed it, okay? He, he backed Putin taking Crimea. It was, it was pretty shocking. Um, and he said, uh, hey, it's okay that he did it, um, <laughs> you know. So he's what they call a contrarian, a contrarian. Now, when you have a contrarian on your program, and I've had thousands of them on, you have to do your research. You have to know what you are talking about to challenge that point of view, particularly when people are dying. All right, so this is some theoretical uh, speculation. People are dying right this minute because of Putin and Russia. And so if you come on and somebody's going to say, oh, Putin's okay, you got to be able to challenge. So I'm going to run you two sound bites from this McGregor guy. All right, the first one, February 23rd of this year. Go. And the first thing we've got to do is acknowledge that Putin's basic point, not just his point, the Russian government's point, which they've made for 25 years, is valid. They don't want U.S. forces and missiles and NATO troops immediately across the border in eastern Ukraine. Absolutely. We didn't want them in Cuba. He doesn't want them in eastern Ukraine. We should acknowledge that. Stop pretending that's a non-issue. It is a major issue for them. Let's acknowledge it. Okay, that's not true what he just said. Um, There were no U.S. forces in Ukraine. Okay, missiles, I don't know what he's talking about with missiles, because as we just reported, Ukraine gave up all their nuclear capability, and there were no NATO troops in Ukraine. Ukraine's not a member of NATO. Now, there are NATO troops in the Balkans, in Poland, which border Russia. So why is Putin going down to a non-NATO country and invading it? Because he could. It's easier. Because NATO has not declared war on Russia. Because Ukraine's not involved. That's why Putin did it. But to say that there was some kind of security threat to Russia from Ukraine and NATO and American forces, it's just not true. It's not. So... You know, I told you earlier this week how damaging propaganda is to this country. Well, that is a perfect example of it. 
That colonel is spewing out propaganda. What he's saying isn't true. Okay, second soundbite. This was back in December, okay, when um, Putin was beginning to saber rattle. Go. We're bent on some sort of revenge mission, which makes no sense, to humiliate and harm Russia. Why is beyond me? This is not the Soviet Union. This is Russia, a Russian state that rests on the foundation of Orthodox Christianity. So Russia's a theocracy now? The Russian state rests on a foundation of Orthodox Christianity? Are you kidding? That maybe Russia may be the most atheistic country in the world because the Soviet Union wiped out all vestiges. Now, there is an Orthodox Christian church. You see Putin wearing a cross sometimes. There, there is, but certainly didn't have anything to do with the way the government runs. Nothing. Russia is a brutal country. The Orthodox aren't behind that. They have no power there. None. That is a fact. And the second thing is that we're bent, I guess he means the USA, we're bent on a revenge mission to humiliate and harm Russia? How? We're buying their oil. How are we humiliating and harming Russia? Obama let Putin take the Crimea. Just let him do it. How on earth? Biden lifted the sanctions that Trump had on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Biden lifted him. Why? Was he, is that how you humiliate him? You humiliate Putin and Russia by lifting sanctions so their pipeline can flow into Germany? Do you see what I mean here? I hope you do. That guy, I don't object to him being on. I never put him on in a million years. Maybe I put him on once. Let me correct. And then I would do what I do. I'd come in with a buzzsaw on him. But he'd never come back because he's stating falsehoods. And what he says is used by Putin. They put it on the Russian media. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Man, this is bad. I, can't, I just can't tell you the propaganda, and not only about Russia and, and, and Putin and Ukraine, but here in the United States about very important issues to you. 
I don't know how many times I watch Rachel Maddow just spew nonsense. And everybody knew it was just garbage on the Russia collusion thing night after night after night. And NBC didn't do jack. This allowed it. Remember Tokyo Rose? World War II propagandists, the American that broadcast out of Japan, try to demoralize the American troops. Well, you know, propaganda does demoralize. And I get, I get literally hundreds of letters from people who watch this stuff. I got one the other day. I don't use a lot because I don't want to humiliate people. I'm not, I'm, I, I, I like my viewers. I don't want to make them feel bad. But I got a letter from a woman that says, oh, this is the same thing as Cuba. We, we kicked out the Russian missiles from Cuba, JFK and Khrushchev. Well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Ukraine had no offensive capacity to harm Russia. It's the last thing on earth it would do. And Putin knew it. He knew the United States was helping him. And he did it anyway. And you're telling him, we provoked this? It makes me angry, number one, that the state of television news, and again, all across, because when I do these commentaries, the dishonest websites pick out, oh, O'Reilly's attacking this person. I'm not attacking anybody but the industry. I'm not attacking any, you know, I, I mentioned Rachel Maddow just as a fact. I'd, how much misinformation she reported about Russian collusion turned out to be totally false. That's NBC's fault. Okay, so I'm attacking the entire television news industry by telling you that put people on and just sit there going, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And meanwhile, millions of Americans are misled. Misled, totally, they, they, because they don't know what happened in the Cuban Missile Crisis. They don't know. And I don't, I, I don't disparage people for not knowing. I'm a historian. I've devoted my life to the study of history, particularly American history. But that is my job. I get paid for it. I don't, if you don't know a lot about history, I don't look down on you. But if you don't know a lot, then don't be writing letters saying, yeah, this is just like Cuba. Research it. One of the, one of the few good things about the dopey phones is that you can punch up stuff pretty quick. And Wikipedia is, is fairly decent about giving you an outline of what's happened. They don't go beyond the surface, but you can find out the difference. So this is a catastrophic problem for Americans, this propaganda on television news. And again, it's across the board, network morning shows, network late night shows, cable news, network news at 6, 630, Sunday morning shows. It's just blah, 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 blah. And very few of the anchors and the commentators and the pundits that are involved in these kinds of discussions know what they're talking about. All right, polling. Data for Progress poll, I have no idea what that is, but The Hill 
I know uh, that's an online news organization. They commissioned a poll uh, about Ukraine. And here's the question. Based on what you know, there you go, do you approve or disapprove President Biden's response to the situation with Russia and Ukraine? Net approved 47, net disapproved 43. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess that's accurate. I approve of the way Biden has been handling it with a giant caveat that his poor policies in America made it a lot easier for Putin to do this. A little complicated, but all right. Then there is an Economist YouGov poll um, ending March 1st, 1,500 U.S. adults, Democrats 53, Republicans 47, six split. Do you approve or disapprove of the U.S. government's economic sanctions on Russia? Approve 64, disapprove 15, not sure 21. That's an interesting poll. All right. Then the second question was U.S. government response to Russia, Ukraine harshness in terms of Russia's invasion. Do you think the U.S. government's response should be tougher? 49 percent. Less tough? Nine. About right? 19. Not sure? 23. So the not sure numbers are high. It shouldn't be a tough one. Putin is evil. Putin invaded a sovereign country violating international law. Innocent people are dying. Those are the facts. Now, it gets complicated about how tough you want to get against the guy who could be MAD. And he's got nukes. So you've got you to play it in a gradual stair-step thing, which Biden has been doing. Okay, so let me just sum up. Um, part of the, my problem here is that I've done this for too long. Uh, journalism on television, I have seen standards collapse across the board. They're not coming back. The people who are now in positions of responsibility, both in front of and behind the cameras, don't know very much, generally speaking. There are ideologues across the board. And profits are the only thing that matters. When I was coming up as a correspondent at CBS and ABC, they wanted to make money, but it wasn't like this. And I'm the, I'm the reason. I'm the reason this is happening. Because my program, The O'Reilly Factor, made so much money for more than 20 years that it corrupted the system. Everybody wanted to make factor money. Nobody did, but they tried. And they didn't understand that the factor concept, as the no-spin news concept, is based on facts, not ideology, not party politics. Never has been that. It's always been facts. I do extensive research. The others obviously do not. You know, that McGregor's lucky he didn't come up against me. He's lucky. Now, I respect the fact that he's a patriot. He got the bronze star. I do. But he would not have survived that interview very well. Okay. January 6th committee uh, looking into the riot at the Capitol. Issued a statement. Put it on the screen. Quote, the select committee has a good faith basis for concluding that the president and members of his campaign engaged in criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States. Unquote. Now, ordinarily, this would be a big story. 
but it's not a big story. Why is it not a big story? Because any person who has the ability to think knows this committee could have written that statement on day one of their so-called investigation. They are all Trump haters, every single one of them. Will Donald Trump get indicted or anything about this? No, he won't. I don't know what Trump did or did not do on January 6th inside the White House. Nobody knows. But what I saw him say and in my conversations with him after the fact, he didn't break any laws. He had an opinion. He had an opinion that the election was fixed. It was a fraud. That's his opinion. Still holds it. So you're going to say that his opinion is a criminal conspiracy? That's what these people are saying. Come on. Major League Baseball lockout. I wish I could explain this to you, but I am not smart enough to explain this to you. And I'm a baseball fan. Now, you may not care about baseball, okay, but millions of Americans do. And so now this season is not going to start on time because they're on strike. They've been lo- the players have been locked out by management. So it's all about money. It's always about money. All right? And the players want more money. Now, you can hit 210 and drive in 20 RBIs, runs batted in, and make $750,000 a minimum. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm real sympathetic to this. But the owners are all billionaires, or most of them are anyway, and they don't want to raise the threshold of spending. So that's what it is. But there's a million luxury tax, this threshold tax, that. I can't explain it. I just, I can't. But if you boil it all down, players want more money. Okay. Bernie Sanders gets involved. You got to love him, right? Put it on the screen for Bernie. I love Bernie. All right, so Bernie, of course, he uh, can't stand the owners because they're wealthy. So he says, quote, the 30 Major League Baseball owners are worth more than $100 billion. The value of their teams increased by more than $41 billion since they bought them. Mr. Manfred, he's the baseball commissioner. And the lockout. Negotiate in good faith. Don't let the greed of baseball owners take away our national pastime. I'm going to bet you that Bernie Sanders hasn't been to a Major League Baseball game in 15 years. So Vermont doesn't have any teams. Okay? So where Bernie lives up there on on Lake Champlain, he's got a nice little lake house out there. I drove by it a couple of years ago. Uh, not a lot of baseball. You got to drive seven, eight hours to New York to see the Yankees or the Mets or to Boston, another five, six, see the Red Sox. I'd probably tell you, he hadn't been to a game maybe more than 15 years. Now, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I want somebody on Bernie Sanders' staff to correct me. So Bernie is, is worried about our national pastime. He's not worried about bashing rich people. No, no. 
our national pastime. He's looking out for us. Okay, cancel culture. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I got a couple of Dr. Seuss books here when my urchins were little. So according to NBC News, um, Dr. Seuss books were canceled or an attempt was made because of racist imagery in said Dr. Seuss books. When you asked NBC what they were talking about, the answer was the book centered on white children. Okay. So Dr. Seuss's real name, or was dead, Theodore Seuss Gazelle, born in Springfield, Massachusetts, attended Dartmouth, um, he moved to San Diego after World War II. He died of cancer in 1991. Uh, he was 87 when he died. He has sold 700 million books globally, more than the Killing series, <laughs> a lot more. But I've sold 19 million. You can't laugh at that number. But 700 million Dr. Seuss books all over the world. But because he centered on white kids, and he, he wrote these books, you know, in the early part of the 20th century, um, when there was de facto segregation all over the country. So, and some of the books you may know, Green Eggs and Ham, Oh, the Places You Go. Uh, you know, I mean, look, I wouldn't let my kid read anything racist. And I, this is all a bunch of hooey, in my opinion, woke garbage. So anyway, last year, um, President Biden did not endorse Dr. Seuss for Read Across America Day. So Read Across America Day was yesterday. I didn't even know it, that it was. All right, March 2nd. So last year, Biden didn't endorse, but Trump and Obama had endorsed the uh, Dr. Seuss books, but Biden didn't. This year, he's back on track, and he actually mentioned it. Why? So the news agencies asked, so why, well, what, what happened last year, and why are you back? Do you like Dr. Seuss better now? What, what's up? He wouldn't answer. No comment. Okay. I don't have a real dog in this hunt. Um, I'd like every person who ever bought a Dr. Seuss book to buy a killing book. <laughs> So yesterday was Read Across America Day. I hope you're reading Killing the Mob or Killing Jesus for Lent or all of those. All right, Trump border wall. Never got it done, but he got some of it up, but not the whole thing. So the government would not tell the press how many breaches there have been of the border wall since Trump put it up, 219 to 221. Okay. So reporters asked Homeland Security, tell us, tell us, you know, how many people are wrecking the wall? Pretty much wouldn't do it. So the Washington Post, to its credit, filed a freedom of information and got the answer. All right. This is to the Washington Post credit. All right. So it has cost three million dollars to repair three thousand two hundred seventy two breaches in the wall where people on Mexican soil, have taken heavy equipment or saws or hammers and try to bang through the wall. So that happened in two years, 3,272 times, cost the American taxpayer $3 million. 
I thought that was interesting information. Okay. COVID. At its peak, the week of January 15th, not that long ago, a month and a half ago, there were more than 800,000 cases of COVID a day in America. Omicron. 800,000. Last week, a day, daily average, 70,000. Wow. What a decline, huh? So most places are dropping all kinds of mandates and things like that, but not San Francisco. No. In the public schools there, you still got to wear masks. Even though California, the state, has dropped the mandate, the city of San Francisco goes, no. If you live in San Francisco, you're getting what you deserve because that place is just out of control. Boston, another very liberal city, all right, is lifting indoor mask mandates for businesses, but not for public schools, public transportation, the T, healthcare settings. Uh, you still got to wear a mask. So if you take any public transportation bus, it's got to be masked. All the kids, all the urchins have to be uh, masked. And even though COVID is on the wane. Don't you like to know that? I have the mask in my car. I can't remember the last time I put it on. Here on Long Island, New York. I don't have to wear it anywhere now. <clears throat> okay, this week in history. 1977, Jay Leno made his first appearance on The Johnny Carson Show. He's a young comedian, all right? Now he's an old comedian. Um, And he did very well and became, you know, a a very uh, in-demand comedian. Fifteen years later, he took over for Johnny Carson. Now, Johnny Carson's last show, about 50 million people watched Johnny Carson's last show in 1992. Now, the three combined, Kimmel and Colbert and Fallon, combined about five million a night. If you can believe that total destruction of late night TV. Anyway, um, Leno got the gig and he stayed there for 22 years and he did well. He did do well. I was on Leno's program nine times and I thought you might want to see One of my appearances, this was back in May 20th, 2002, when Hillary Clinton was just elected senator from New York. Go. But the thing was, right after she won, she didn't say, gee, New York, thank you for electing me senator, especially because I've never lived here and don't know anything about you. She said, you know what we have to do? We have to eliminate the Electoral College. And you know why? Because she's running for president in 2000. Now, do you think she'll run? Yeah. She's going to run. There's no question. She's going to run. And you'll have a clear-cut choice, you know, because she's a big, she voted for every spending bill last year, every single one. Why does she She want your money, Why is she so popular? Um, I think she's got a constituency among um, unions, among minorities, and because that's who's going to get the money that she takes from you and I and Freddie. She's going to take our money. I take my money. She's going to, Freddie, trust me. She's taking your money. I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. Right? She's coming to your house. She's going to take your wallet right out of there. Well, can she win? Can she win? She can't win. Okay, so that was Freddie Prince Jr. 
And I always enjoyed my banter with Jay Leno. I was absolutely right. In 2008, she ran against Obama in the primary and lost. Obama won. Okay. But I, that was a pretty interesting clip. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit more of that um, in uh, the upcoming weeks and give you a little flashbacks of the history of how we got here in the No Spin News. And we did a lot of really interesting stuff. And, um, and Leno's been always respectful to me. Um, uh, he's a good guy. I'm not friends with him or anything, but I appreciate it being on this program. I appreciate it being on Letterman and Kimmel and Fallon and uh, Colbert, forget it, but Jon Stewart. Uh, you know, that history is phenomenal. In fact, next week, I'm going to run you some of that uh, historical footage of me and Stewart on the Internet, which which crashed the worldwide Internet. Let's let's put together three or four minutes of that for next week, because that was really an amazing thing that happened there. All right. I got a good mail segment for you and a, a final thought about evil. Do you believe in evil? I'm going to put 10 people on the screen. 10 that I say are evil, and I want to know what you think. Okay, so that's coming up in a final thought. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Let's go to the mail. Mary Claire Patterson, Durango, Colorado. Beautiful town. Uh, how can European nations in the USA sit by and watch Russians brutally attack Ukraine? It's inhumane. Well, we're not just sitting by. We're going to ruin the Russian economy and hopefully the Russian people overturn Putin. Okay, and, uh, you know, unless you want to start a nuclear war, Mary Claire, you know, you got to stair step it. Uh, Louis Criccio, Raleigh, North Carolina. Bill, uh, we hear a lot about the 40 mile Russian convoy heading to the capital city, Kiev, that is stalled. Why aren't they bombing it? Who, Who do you want to bomb it? Okay, Ukraine doesn't have that capacity. They've been using some drones. 
I understand out of Turkey. Interesting. But Ukraine doesn't have, you know, the Air Force to compete with Russian MiGs. They, they can't. And if NATO started to bomb Russian counterparts, it's World War III. Okay, it's got to be realistic here. Dick Markutin, New Franklin, Ohio. How are needed weapons Ukrainians are requesting entering the country? As I said at the top of the program, the border is not sealed. You can get in, you can get out of Ukraine, and that's how the weapons arrive. Jim Anthony, Marblehead, Massachusetts, another beautiful town. Is it possible for U.S.-based mercenary teams to enter Ukraine and assist with training and operation of military equipment? There's CIA there, okay, but not uniforms because that's not our battlefield right now. The CIA, probably special forces um, doing things, but that's all covert operations. And, you know, we send troops. That's, again, that's another war. Now, they invade, Russia invades NATO, then you're going to have to. Rusty is a concierge member. I'm going to talk a minute about concierge membership. Explain the Russian Federation. Can Putin order nukes all by himself without approval? Russian Federation is like the United States in the sense that all the provinces united under Moscow. They just call it a federation. Putin's a dictator. But to launch nukes requires the military's cooperation. That's the only restraint. So if you're a politician uh, in the Politburo, whatever they call it, can, you know, I don't know even what they call it over there in, in Moscow now. But if you disagree with Putin, you're either in prison or shot. So you're not going to disagree. But the military does have power. So Putin gave a, a nuke strike order. Nobody knows what would happen. Sandy Hydorn, St. Louis. Question, Bill, what good does it do for the U.N. General Assembly to pass a resolution denouncing Putin if it holds no sway? It has no enforcement power, but in the court of public opinion. Remember, around the world, people don't have the media that we have, uh, Sandy. They don't know all we know. So a U.N. condemnation in the third world, it's a public, it's a public opinion play. See that three times. Pam Wyatt, Longview, Texas. Your opinion, O'Reilly, what did the president mean when he said go get him at the end of the State of the Union? It was go get him. Go get him. Right? And he was talking to the military. I assume he means go get bad guys. So maybe he got an advanced copy of Killing the Killers because the U.S. military is getting bad guys and nobody knows about it. Maybe that's what it was. But I think he just said, was talking about the military and go get it or whatever. It wasn't him, it was him. Field Sawyer's Waynesboro, Virginia. Bill, why is the president, through executive order, able to completely dismantle the country's energy policies? Because that's the way the federal government works. So the Keystone Pipeline coming down from Canada is on federal land, not all of it, but some of it, and so the federal government can stop it. It's on federal land. Federal government can have restrictions, EPA, Department of Commerce, Department of Transportation. They can put restrictions. You have to do this. You have to fill out 80 forms. You got to do this. You got to do that. And it slows everything down and it makes the cost of doing business and energy go up. So all of that happens can happen without any congressional stuff. It's the way the government works. All right. The executive branch is the 
in charge of the departments, and they are in charge of commerce. James Wheat, Aurora, Indiana, each Lenten season, I begin by rereading Killing Jesus, starting on Ash Wednesday. A great read every year. Thank you, Bill. Great book. Told more than three million copies worldwide. And if you really want to get the spirit of Lent, Killing Jesus, I don't know any book, because it tells you about the history of Jesus, not a religious book. You can read the Bible in a conjunction with uh, Killing Jesus. Liz Miller, Tacoma, Washington. Love the coffee mugs. Bought one for myself, one for my brother. Very well made. Look great. I just ordered six more. Two of each color. I'm giving them to family and friends. Well, Liz, you're helping us out, and we really appreciate it. You know, I got to pay salaries, and I got to pay overhead expenses, and, you know, we keep the price of all of our stuff low. You know, we're not gouging anybody, but these mugs, um, yay, right? Made in America to last forever. I'll be in the ground, and this mug will still be sitting on this uh, table. Okay. Thank you, Liz. Uh, concierge membership, you get direct access to me, and I hope you check it out. I really do hope you check it out. Word of the day, no clinch poop, C-L-I-N-C-H-P-O-O-P. New word, great word. No clinch poop and writing to me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Right back to the final thought. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, there is evil in the world. And for you uh, secular progressives, I'm sorry, but that is true. And uh, with evil, you can look away. All right. But if you do, there'll be more evil. So evil has to be confronted. So I've selected 10 people who I know are evil. Putin's evil. No doubt in my mind. I'm going to put them on the screen. I want to see how many you can identify. Put those evildoers on the screen. Here are the first five. Okay? Look at their faces. Do you know them? Well, there's Stalin. There's Mao. There's Adolf. There's Pol Pot, the killing fields in Cambodia. And Genghis Khan arrived in your town, cut off your head, and put it on a stake. Next evildoer. There we go. There's Bin Laden. I take care of him in Killing the Killers out May 3rd. There's Saddam. Now, Putin and Saddam, the same guy. There's Henry VIII. Ooh, huh? And Nero. I bet you didn't know that was Nero, huh? And the last guy is John C. Calhoun. Vice President of the United States, a big 
slavery guy. John C. Calhoun loves slavery. Evil, evil, evil. So in our country, we're supposed to have a criminal justice system that takes care of evil. That's on the verge of collapse. Thank you, progressives. Okay, I think that'll come back to some extent. It has to. Uh, Throughout the world now, we have nuclear weapons in the hands of evil people like the Chinese communists, like the North Korea guy and Putin. That changes the equation because evil can literally destroy the world now. Couldn't in the past, can now. Um, So we've got to be careful, but we can't look away. We've got to be smart about how we confront evil on the grand scale and in your life. Don't look away from evil. Thank you for watching us. I'll have a new column Sunday noon. Uh, Check out all we have every week, uh, all weekend, because we will be updating and we will see you again on Monday.